You smell funny. I'm a real fish nut. I really like fish. No, 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 fishing! Now, inshore, offshore. If it's in the water, we'll tell you how to get it in the boat. It's Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. It's like fishing with dynamite. That a boy. Flats Mafia Radio, 1025 The Bone. What's the matter, I, Hoppy? Just hanging out with you guys. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to you in a bit. Okay, cool. My name is Captain Justin LaFaro. I am sitting in for Bub. Who knows where Bub is? I'm here with yeah. Dad, James Garrison. Thanks yeah. for coming, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, I'll be here. If I'm off, I'm here. So, you know that. Well, thank God. And we're here with the Hopster, oh, Ryan Hoppy. Up, boys? How's your morning? We're doing all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Just a little hungover on a two-day hangover, but it's all good. That's okay. We'll, we'll get into that. we got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about cold fronts, tournaments, how I got beat by technicality. I'm still a little so- sore about that. Yeah, I should have got a look at that, but we'll get into it. Uh, what else we got? We, we got, got the punch out. We're going to get into the punch out here shortly. We're going to talk some fishing later, but we're going to get the punch out yeah, right the away. Yeah, first, the first segment we're going to do is uh, definitely going to – I've got some questions about the punch out. Let's hear them. So – I'll hold on, hold on, hold on. First, though, Go ahead. Hoppy, set the, set the stage for us. Tell Please people do. who don't know – because there might be people out there who don't know what Calta's Punch-Out is. Yeah. So Mike Calta is the top-rated morning show in this city, and every single year he has the Mike Calta Punch-Out. The first one was at Ferg's Live like three and a half years ago, right before I moved here. Then the second one was at uh, LBC in Palm Harbor two years ago, and then the last two have been at Janice Live in St. Pete. And uh, each and every year it's growing in a crazy way. It just gets bigger and bigger. And he has people that work here at the Bone, and he has listeners boxing. And two years ago, I fought Jake, who was on the show, The Crowded Table, and I do my show, Hoppy Hour. Then last year, I fought a girl. It was an intergender match. And this year, I fought this guy named Dizzy, who works as a board op here in the promotions uh, hallway. Did he say intergender? What did you say? Interginger? Inter- we got one of those. Intergender, I meant. Intergender. Okay, all, all right. right. All right. Sorry to interrupt you. I got. It's fine. I, well, you need to whenever. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We were watching. I was watching on Instagram through okay. uh, Calta's Instagram. Dude, everybody was, yeah. And I'll tell you what. Well, there was like 600 people on there watching. My and mom it, made an account just to, to watch, watch it, it, and she's nervous. She got rid of her account because she's nervous that the she's gonna get the, hacked. That she's gonna get hacked, and then they're gonna take all her pictures. <laughs> on how, the phone how old is your mom? Seriously, she's like my age, dude. Fifty nine. Come oh, on, dude. You're not 59. Well, I mean. Hoppy's a young young man. He is a young buck. You would have been like 14 if you had me, though. You would have been really young. The uh, <laughs> the uh, the amount of people Stay that up. were there was um, was impressive, dude. I mean, th- I didn't know. You know, this is this is our first kind of well, my first year kind of seeing what the bone is about. And I said, is he really going to have 2,000 people for this thing? And he did. Oh, dude. the line line was around the corner. It was crazy because it's like first come first serve for tickets. Yeah, it's weird because when you talk on the radio and you're here at the bone, it's just a few people hanging out in the room and you get calls and you get tweets. But then when you see it in action and you're at an event and you see everybody there, it really reminds you how big the bone is and how we're just kicking ass. Yeah, you don't you don't realize about all the people that's listening. So when they show up, there was a packed house. Dude, it was awesome. And Calta hit he hit live on his phone and he had almost a thousand people watching instantly. Yeah. So and the comments were crazy just yeah. going through that. It was slightly annoying, but yeah, there was, there was, there, it's fun. You're getting ripped, dude. Okay, getting cool. Getting ripped. Whatever. 
You can say it to my face. You can go Whatever. to EMK Final Round Eric Marshall's Gym in Bradenton. Oh, he can find you there? And they can find me there every day where I'll be training. And if any of the listeners that are talking smack about me losing <laughs> want to spar against me at Eric Marshall's EMK Final Round, I'm good whenever. Just saying, boys. Catch him inside the gym, folks. I'm not saying, oh, I lift, I work out. But if anybody who's critiquing me losing wants to go up against me in a sparring match as I've lost 41 pounds since June, let's do it. See, I like I like hopping. I do, too. See, it, it does. It takes balls to get in the ring. And I'll, I, Number I told, one. I told Cal to via text we were talking on Saturday. I'll do the next five for him. I don't care. I don't care if I were to lose the next five. I love doing it. I love helping out the bone. I love doing the events because it's fun. It's Dude, you memories. love the bone. Oh, yeah. Come on, man! Leave the guy alone. No, we're gonna explain a little bit. So I don't know if I don't know if our listeners, you know, potentially watched Kalta's Instagram or went to it, but it's all on the boneonline.com. All the craziness. Okay, so Hoppy is six, six nine, nine, uncoordinated as hell. No coordination. None. One percent of none. my body. Not even a half a percent. Zero. You were a little sloth-like. Uh, yeah, in the, meaning in, slow. Is that what you're saying? Physically. A little slow compa- compared to the other guy. The yeah, other guy yeah, who yeah. was a, they were calling him baby. He was like a hedgehog, dude. There he is was, one here, too. <laughs> there's, so a, there's a live hedgehog in this studio. So. Yeah. We had a we had a young lady outside asking Hoppy if she wanted to see his hedgehog. It was so weird. <laughs> so like, we're in the yeah, break yeah. room, and they're making Moe's movie, W-D-E-D, and one of the uh, girls, I forget her name, she's in the film. I'm talking to Moe's wife as well, and I'm like, dude, fighting against... Gareth was so hard. He was like a hedgehog. And then the girl that's in Moe's movie was like, hey, do you guys want to see my hedgehog? So knowing, yeah, knowing dad here, I get, I looked at her out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, she's going to whip out her hedgehog. <laughs> like, yeah, I do. And then here it is. An actual hedgehog comes out in of her purse. purse. It yeah. was the craziest thing I've it, ever had. And stuff only happens here, man. So anyway, the, the guy he was fighting was probably five foot, five maybe? One. Five one. He's shorter than my wife, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And but But he was quick. Mean Dude. little bastard. Well, you better be quick if you're five one. Yeah. Yeah, and you're you're probably going to be slow if you're six nine. Yeah. And when you have no coordination, and everybody, including my coach, compares me to a baby giraffe, and I think <laughs> next year for Halloween I'm going to be one. It's pretty easy costume there. You ought to do it in body uh, paint. Man up, do it in body. And wear paint. like a diaper, so it's like a baby giraffe. Yeah. There you go. Well, the <laughs> and just lick everybody. I'll tell you what. No, I wouldn't do that. At the very least, the the, the counter punch out was incredibly entertaining. Dude, I mean, I you so can't go to that thing or yeah. watch that thing without being entertained at least. And they had it looks like everybody was there is having a hell of a time. It was a good time. You had Mia in there. She got into the Royal Rumble, and they kind of ganged up on her. I don't know if you know Mia Lands. Didn't meet her. I think Mohawk. I met her. Yeah, yeah. Real, real fit. Oh, Hangs yeah. out with Ian a lot. I, oh yeah, I was hanging out with her in VIP when I was drunk. There you go. So you went on a two-day bender after this? I went on a three-hour drink, three-fourths of a fireball bottle, seven beers bender with my friend and my coaches. It was awesome. The problem is I woke up the next morning at my friend's house. The good part is I didn't lose anything. The bad part was I was like, oh, how did I get here? Well, that happens when you get beat by a midget. Yeah. Well, tell us how the fight went, though. I mean, how was it it to fight somebody that's that much shorter than you? I was – okay – so I was just really annoyed the whole time just because, like, everyone's chanting baby as I'm walking in. And it's not that I needed the crowd to be on my side, but I go, okay, once again, I'm the heel. Whatever. It didn't bother me. But then he was so fast because, dude, here's what's crazy. 
is I've been sparring against people that are tall, people that are short, people that are medium-sized, anybody that goes to Eric Marshall's gym in Bradenton, EMK final round. But, dude, I was not expecting Gareth. I knew he's played soccer, and he's a soccer ref, and he jogs, so I was a little worried the whole time. Frankly, I knew I wasn't going to win, even when this began. I just knew that I was doing this for attention, and I was doing this to get back on Kelta's good side. And... <laughs> Honestly, if anybody wants to go into the ring, they can do that. But until then, they can shut up because literally I lost 40 pounds since June. I swam every day. I've been eating salad, and I have no regrets about it. And you've been cutting promos. Yeah, yeah. dude, I cut that promo. You, you cut some good promos. I like it. Promos, you just tagged that gym about 14 times in here already. You're yeah. doing all right. I know. You need, to start getting, you need to start saying our sponsor list for us because you yeah. just rattle them off better than we do. Yeah, because sometimes we Dude, there's, forget. there's times the show will end and Bubba's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to read this list. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. We get it. We it's understand. Right. They didn't mean to reinforce it. That's okay. It's all good. Well, congrats on the fight. Thank a, you. It was a success either way. I'm sorry you lost, but it, it was kind of unfair because and that dude could have just went to the body on you and you, did, you, did what you can't you, reach him. You did what you set out let's, to do, man. Let's be fair. It would have been more embarrassing if he were to knock me out or TKO me, but the fact that it went all three rounds and it got decided by points is the best way to lose. Now, yes. if he would have hit me in the gut and then I fall to the ground, then I would be embarrassed, but the fact that I put up a good fight and, I mean, I got swept in the points. I didn't win by one judge, but the fact that it wasn't like 30 to 10, that it was like 30-27, 30-29, I mean, I'll take Listen, it. Listen, man, you did what you set out to do. Mm-hmm. You did. You got your name out there. You promoted yourself. You're good to go. Yeah. Tell tell people where to find you right now for a hoppy hoppy yeah. hour. Add go me ahead. on Twitter at Ryan Hoppy Radio. And the most important thing, I'm on Spotify, and oh. I have my own app. Just search up Hoppy Radio. But I'm on any app that you can listen to things on besides Title. But the most important one, because everyone uses Spotify, H O P P E Radio. The show will be returning this Tuesday. Can't wait. Okay. I'll be breaking down the All fight. Right. But I honestly might want to move on from the fight and just talk about the news. I'll see how it goes. But now you got to go back into it on your own yeah, podcast. Your man. own podcast. Your own show. Plug yourself a little bit and then move on. That's true. We're fixing to move on. What we got next, Dad? I think we're going to talk about some cold fronts, huh? Yeah, we're getting some cold fronts. I mean, it. they're here. Huh. Yeah, they're here. They're here. So I love it. It's been so hot recently. I'll take it any day. Well, it's nice if you're not on a boat with four footers. I mean, it's it's pretty cool there. But we fished a uh, we fished yesterday. We'll get into the tournament a little later. Um, we're gonna get into some fishing real quick before we gotta take a break. Uh, the fronts are here, guys, and it was blowing yesterday. We were at the Hula Bay flat getting bait, and I was with Billy, and I looked at him, and he's like, "Why why are we out here?" I I asked you guys that when we pulled up next to you getting bait. But it it you know the bait was great. I mean, we got a ton of bait. So we had a lot of, of small stuff. stuff, right? That's that's so crazy because. You were right next to us. We were maybe t- 20 feet apart. I mean, we Our should- bait was like we'd get one good pork chop out of a throw, one or two. Really? And a lot of, they're hookable, but you know, ones stuff. you would Trout rather baits. chum with. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we showed up. We started chumming on the Hula Bay flat, and we were like, hmm, there it is. And Billy says, go ahead, throw. I threw about four times. One of them only happened, uh, opened half, and we still banged them. Yeah. And I had both wells full, and it was beautiful bait. So normally on that flat, my experience is that that bait doesn't usually show up. You're not, it might be there, but you're not catching it until the sun actually peaks That's its right. head out. Seven fifteen, seven thirty yeah. is when it's usually really good there. But yeah, we were able to get bait. But you guys were chumming the whole time. 
before yeah. how long how long were you do you chum in the dark until you start throwing the net you see i don't i think i'm going to stop getting there early like i i do i usually get there early and chum for about 15 20 minutes in the dark and it still doesn't come till the sun comes up so i'm like no, wasting it doesn't. my time yeah so you are one of the always the first guides at the ramp well, when, that's when all you guides show up to the office at the boat ramp. You are one of the first guys in there. Well, I'm on a schedule. You have to. You have to do that. I get it. I get it. You it's know? yeah, but you're there like sometimes 45 minutes before the sun comes up. I know. I just I'm in a rhythm. Just getting there and getting set. You probably I know it. You, you captain, captain stank booty there. I know what well, happens. You know you gotta you, you gotta. You get, get there ready early for in case you got to do a boom boom. It's nice out there without anybody out there. I can tell you that. It is. It, it was nice. Not yesterday. A little well, cold, nasty. A little cold and nasty, yeah. You had to keep your clothes on yesterday. But uh, we're going to get back and talk about some some of this tournament stuff. It was one of the, the, the more fun tournaments I've fished in. We're also going to get into our new episode coming up here at 8.30 on Sun Sports. But this is Flats Mafia Radio, sponsored by Big Storm Minnows and Monsters and Danco Pliers. We'll be right back. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. That's Mafia Radio, 102.5 The Bone. Um, this segment's brought to you by Dan James Rod Company, Power Pole, Ford Efficient Products. Yeah, I love hey, them all. Love them. Used them all yesterday, actually. Absolutely. I yeah, can't do it without that stuff. But uh, let's hop into this tournament there, Dad. I saw you and uh, Jeff and the little man out there trying to get it done. Let me tell you what. Look, all right, his name's Blake. Okay, I don't want to say his last name because he's a minor. But he's Jeff's nephew. Okay, this kid is, is about it. He is about it. (laughs) He knows. It's hilarious because he knows all of our lingo. He talks. You think he's one of us just sitting back there. He he knows (laughs) all of it. I don't have to help him. Like, you know, when you go with your kid or you go my daughter, you have to, you're babysitting on there. You're making sure they don't fall off the boat. You're making sure they don't jump in the live well. Yep. And they can, he can hook his own. I mean, he's 11, so he's a little older, but. Hooks his own line, takes his own fish off, knows what he's doing. Pretty responsible on the boat. Yeah, and he what he does is watch uh, YouTube. YouTube videos yeah. all day long about, about fishing. fishing. So nothing wrong he with is, that. He's on it, and he he was up at five in the morning with Jeff because Jeff lives in the sticks in Wesley Chapel. That's correct. So I called him on the way over to see how he was doing. He's just screaming on the on the phone Ready on Bluetooth. Go? Yeah, he's pumped up, and I'm still you know drying my eyes. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm well, still getting over a cold, so. Yeah, it was the uh, fishing, the first annual fishing for Ryan tournament um, at Ahula Bay yesterday that I decided to, to hop in. I mean, we all know a lot of the people that were putting it on, and and especially for the cause, uh, I felt like it was a it was a good thing to get into. Absolutely. So we called Billy up uh, and said, "Hey, if you want to go, let's go." Billy from Minnows and Monsters. Yep, definitely go there and check those guys out. <laughs> they have everything you need, whether it's fly fishing, regular tackle. <coughs> Expensive stuff, sorry. not expensive stuff. You all right? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Still right. sick, man. All right, that's okay, but you're here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we uh, we decided to fish, to hop in it, and I'll tell you what, for the first event, I, I was impressed. I mean, because I know, we know how It's difficult on. to put these things on. There was one guy, Jeff was saying, of course, he's looking through his phone while we're fishing. Yeah, checking so, sales. Yeah. Excuse me. So he saw somebody on Facebook, I don't know who it was, that was uh, kind of... Uh, un, it was un, he was unhappy with the tournament how it was ran about 
a little bit of the organization. And, okay. you know, as he's telling me that, I I always tell Jeff, put the phone down, keep fishing. But mm-hmm. it's frustrating because people don't understand how hard it is to put an event on of that size. I mean, he had 30-something boats let there. Me explain, let me explain something to y'all. If and I'm talking about events as far as tournaments, charity tournaments, corporate events, whatnot. Uh, when you're putting something together, grassroots from bare bones for the first year, and you have 36 paid entries, I don't care. You did something. Yeah. I mean, a, that's... that's. I don't know if we put on a tournament, we could have that kind of turnout. No, I mean, well, yeah, well, maybe if we did it right. But not well, I'd only, be inviting the same people, yeah. Yeah, so. but not only do you have to get people motivated, and of course, with this cause, it, they definitely were, to get to pay their boat, go in crappy weather, get out there, get their team together, pay their entry fee, and put money in the raffles. You have to go to these companies and say, look, this is what we're doing. Can you help us out with raffle prizes? I mean, all this stuff is stuff we do a lot, and it's it's not always fun. Buddy, too, let me tell you. So I'm eating. My wife and daughter came up yesterday. You saw them. So yeah. we ended up eating dinner after, and Jeff went home, and I went home with uh, – she took me home. So we're eating dinner there. And this was an hour after you left, hour and a half maybe. They're still giving out raffle prizes. I mean, that's what it's that's that's how you that's how you have a good tournament. Yeah, I mean, huge raffle. I mean, huge. I know we we were happy to to do what we could. We gave away some like a hundred dollar gift card and and uh, some. Coolers. Yeah, we called on all our yeah called on all our sponsors to help too. It's a it's tough putting on an event. It's very it's frustrating and it's it's a lot of work. For the people putting it on, but after it's done, it's it's a sigh of relief. Hopefully, Frank gives us a call here soon and yeah. lets us know some of the updates. But you got edged out. I did, man. And you know what? Um, these slam tournaments, you know, I, I'm usually hanging around in these slam tournaments. You have to approach them differently, way differently, and especially yesterday. I, I saw a lot of guys saying that 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 I'm on them. You know, I'm on them. I'm on them. I'm I'm thinking to myself, dude, do you see the weather for tomorrow? Yeah, Unless they the have same. legs, they're going to be walking around. You can't get to them. Let's get right to Frank here. Come on, Frank. Right. What's happening? What's up, bro? Nothing, man. What's going on? Y'all ready for a long drive tonight? Uh, Sure. Yes, I'm ready to go now. Yeah, I'm going to be sleeping. I'm t- still tired from this tournament, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> trying to – I'm trying. I don't, I'm not a nap guy, but I might try and catch me one. He's not a fireman. If you're a fireman, you'd be yeah, a nap bro. guy. Yeah. I, you, I can close my eyes and be out, so y'all don't be sticking stuff up my nose and hanging stuff. Yeah, out good of luck. My mouth. No good promises. Luck no promises. Yeah. I'm a light sleeper. I swing when I wake up too. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> You're gonna be in Bub's Bub's bunk. I can promise you that. <laughs> Anyways, man, um, I appreciate you guys coming out yesterday and showing your support and um, for donating tons of stuff. I mean, Flash Mafia gave up a hundred dollar gift card. You guys got us an eco cooler. You got us a Florida fishing products reel. You got us some RCI optics. Jeff gave us like two hundred bucks for brass tap that we somehow lost. I don't know where that. Yeah, was. I just check your wallet. Don't. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah, don't, bro, I don't even go to the bar. Y'all know me. I'm I'm worse than dad. I'm I'm always at home. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about that. Jeff will remind you about that for about 11 hours. Oh, yeah. He'll be all over it. You know, yeah. Well, I'm going to blame Nicole Rivetta. I hope she's listening because I handed them to her with the glasses. And somehow, someway, we we don't know where they went. But if y'all see Rivette at the brass tap, y'all check her purse. Yeah. Jeff will send you uh, a tax, tax sheet so he can write you off on his taxes for that. That tab will be exactly $200. <laughs> How about it? How about it? Maybe even twenty percent gratuity on it. You never know. Yeah. So how was how was the turnout for you? How do you how did you view it yesterday? Um, I think it went great yesterday. Um, we had a uh, we had one boat that didn't get filled, and um, Captain Greg Leonard. I mean, he uh, he's a really great guy. If anybody has met him or, or knows him, um, he has a wheelchair accessible boat. He volunteered himself for uh, 
for Ryan. And um, unfortunately, because of the weather, someone with a shattered pelvis really couldn't get on a boat yesterday. Right. Um, so him and his family stayed back. And um, unfortunately for Greg, Greg came from the Alafaya yesterday morning wow. um, and ran across the bay and had nobody to take out and then ran all the way back. So my apologies to Greg publicly, but our turnout was awesome. Um, we had about 225 people total come through the doors. Um, we raised nineteen thousand dollars for Ryan. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that's there you go. that man. That's awesome, dude. We killed it, man. And um, I, I can't thank y'all enough for allowing me to come on the show and boost it here. Um, y'all been pushing it on Facebook for me and Instagram. Um, it was great. Um, the fishing, the fishing was horrible for me. <laughs> I know, it was, I know, it was tough for everybody. I was having a tough day. We stroked them two days before, and I knew that, you know, post front, high sky, uh, no tidal movement. I mean, we had no tide at all because the wind kept the water out um made it tough but uh it was a grind dude put up some, yeah it was a grind man and we grind it and you know i had one guy on the boat that literally caught every fish i didn't get bit until we went and tried the uh the boat ramp um for some snook and i oh you did fish. do the boat oh, ramp see we discussed me and jeff see? discussed this and our little oh, our little his ramp. nephew blockade ty colby ty colby was there already doing the boat ramp and so was oh, uh wow I don't know who was captain of the boat, but um, Danny Dwyer is one of our firefighters at Station 14 down in the hood. He was there, too, when I pulled up. I was like, damn, I was two docks are taken. We got the middle dock. Wow. <laughs> so, See, now we anyway, talked about uh, it and discussed it, and we said, no, we're not going to do it because that's the wrong thing to do. And, there's and here you boats are. Captains posted up at a boat ramp fishing. Oh, yeah. That's wrong. Hey, bro, it was the only place in the bay that had deep water, so we went. Wow. Um, they chewed there, too. We lost four snook in the last 30 minutes. Lost all four of them. I'll tell you who didn't um, lose any of them was Blake at the end of the day. He got him. Yeah, he stroked. Well, he lost, he lost some. Yeah. yeah, he lost some. But very yeah, cool, so, Frank. Uh, we appreciate it. Man, that was awesome. Uh, awesome news to hear. $19,000 is a big deal. That's awesome. Congrats to Let's you guys. Call it twenty grand. Thank Twenty grand for your first for your first tournament yeah, I mean, that you guys honestly, put on? We, yeah, we raised over twenty grand, but we still had to, you know, we had to pay Hula Bay and we had to pay right. for food and so on and so forth. Right. So, yeah, man, it was an awesome event. Um, especially on such short notice, getting it all fired off. And um, we're going to do it again next year, whether we do it for Ryan or whether we do it for a Hillsborough fireman, a Pasco fireman, a Tampa police officer. I mean, whoever kind of needs help, we're going to kind of kind of look around and see who's uh, who's in need the most. And we're, we're going to do it again, man. No, that's awesome. Very cool. Well, so you know they do get easier as the more you do them. So yeah. you I learn. You learn it every time. <clears throat> it's a commitment. There's no doubt. Yep. All right. We but, appreciate uh, it, Frank. We will see yeah, you tonight. Yep, yep. Get Thanks, ready, guys. dude. I'll have a good day. You I'm do already your baits. ready already. All right. 10-4. <laughs> See ya. All right, well, that was Frank. Um, yeah, just to sum that up, what a, what a cool event. Um, I'm looking forward to doing it, whether it's with clients or without clients. I'm doing it next year. So, But uh, uh, he was talking about all that cold weather and no water. I mean – See, I, I kind of – when we were sitting in – Bub's not here, so I'm going to say this anyway. We sat in Channel A in the morning trying to catch our fish. Okay. Me yeah, and you. I was there. I know. So I'm saying it right here. We're in Channel A expecting to get, you know, we're hoping what was there the week before was some big snook and trout. Yeah, there's a couple couple trout showing up in there. And it was New Jack City, dude. Yeah, it was just jacks all day for us. I mean. so And it, catfish, because catfish in that channel will eat like a snook does. It, on top. Yeah, they'll eat your, yeah, yeah you could put a, uh, yeah. I don't know if it's like, is it like that Hillsborough River? I don't know. That's that's a bub question. Uh, yeah, I mean it. You throw it out there on a bobber and you hook a greenback and it's on the top and a catfish comes up and slams it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We didn't catch. We were there for what an hour before we caught our first non-jack or catfish. 
and it was a 18 and a half inch trout. And I said, okay, well, at least we got a trout. And then let's let's stay for no, not a single trout. Caught a couple more snook. Lost a couple things. I'm not sure what they were. Could have been big jacks. And then we left, and we we I told Billy, I said, look, we're going to stay in the creeks today where the water is moving, and uh, we're going to get out of this wind. And we went every creek in that area up there. And towards the latter part of the day, towards lunchtime and over, uh, we had a couple docks that were I wish we could have seen the snook that smoked just in those docks. There are um, some monsters on docks right now. That is a good idea because when the wind's blowing 25 plus. Yeah, I mean, the fish don't want it. That's what people don't realize. It, if you've got one, two footers banging the side of your boat and you're trying to fish an area, you usually fish. I got news for you. They don't want to get beat up any more than you do. I mean, so they're going to look for places to get out of the wind. And that's what we did. And it was, it was productive. I mean, I'm, we know no means crushed them yesterday. But we caught enough fish that I was like, okay, I mean. No, I mean, nobody crushed them. The top the top uh, slam was 73 inches, right? Yeah, that's the top, I think. So, And you got edged out. for You were tied for third at 65, and we were right behind you at 62. Yeah, we had uh, uh, Charlie Howell, 65 and a half, and I was, he's like, hey, man, I got 65 and a half. I said, well, okay, well, I guess that is what it is. And then he had a bigger overall fish than I Right, did, that was so, a tiebreaker was the so, biggest. So he won. But I tell you, it was uh, – I don't know. I get into stuff like that. No pressure. It's pretty fun. Just to go out and fish. It's nice for a guide, I'm sure. To, I mean, that's to the finally most... just go out and throw a rod yourself. Besides when I'm filming, and even when we film, it's usually still work on my boat, and we're going back and right. forth on what we're gonna do. Um, that was that was a lot of fun yesterday, being able to just pitch under mangroves and actually fish myself. But I'll tell you what, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to doing some more stuff like that in the future. Uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple more. guides out there that. You know, normally have yesterday they canceled a lot of trips. I'm sure. Uh, I think I don't even know if there's a kingfish tournament yesterday or not, but I think there's it a kingfish tournament today. Well, I think they canceled it. Wild Western. Not Aaron told me he's running some boat. Are they really? Okay. I was like, whoa, because they canceled. Uh, I know JD was supposed to go out with Hubbard's, and I, I think they canceled too. Yeah, I mean, yesterday it was so bad. I mean, trips are getting canceled, so we still went out there and hey, and fought we, through it. We still went north, Jack. Yeah, well, that's the good part, dude, because we uh, we went through the bad part in the morning. So once you once you every time you're going back somewhere towards the ramp or wherever, you're a, in the decent part. We had the already no, went through the bad stuff. The, the northeast, it was like a northeast wind, and when I when we came under the Gandy, me and Billy, Billy's like, let's just go, screw it, like just do what you gotta do. And I got the blazer just right to where we didn't get beat up too bad, but it was it wasn't fun. But when we get back, we're gonna talk a little bit about this. TV show that I just see came on of ours on Sun Sports. That's the one you want to watch. Turn it on right now. That is the Key West version, but we'll be right back. Uh, Flats Mafia Radio brought to you by Florida Fishing Products, Hula Bay, and RC Optics. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. Welcome back, 102.5 The Bone. You're here with Flats Mafia Radio. We're going to go straight in to Lieutenant Tony See, Roses. I still, messed it up. Because well, you said captain. He is a captain, but Lieutenant Tony Roses, FWC. What's up, Tony? Nothing much. All of the above, guys. Thanks for having me. Sorry it's been a couple weeks. I got deployed up to the panhandle. Um, real quick, I wanted to, you guys are talking about all these charity events and all that stuff. I was up there for a couple of weeks, and, uh, you know, they're going to be, the media is kind of 
left that alone. But um, those people up there are going to be displaced for a while. So uh, for the listeners, if you can donate, uh, please do so. The people up in Panama City and Mexico Beach area really need it. Let me ask but, you this um, real, real quick, real quick before you get into anything. Do they need – what do they need? Because a lot of times people just want to donate water and – they don't need water and food. They need money and supplies. Cleaning wipes, supplies, things like, supplies. yeah. Exactly. Uh, clothing for children, uh, sanitary items, toothbrushes, toothpaste, baby diapers, things like that. And all those items that people have to travel you know, a good distance to get, uh, those are the things that they need. If those things can be you know, put in, pushed in by um, you know, your local charities that are out there locally that are doing these type of things, you can get with them, send that stuff. They don't need food. They don't need water. It's inundated with that, okay. but they do need the uh, the basic items up there for sure. Yeah, that always helps to tell people what to give. Otherwise, they're just going to send water. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's where I've been for the past couple of weeks. So sorry I missed out. But uh, this week we're going to talk about stone crabs. It's uh, the season's been upon us. It started on October fifteenth, and it'll run through May fifteenth. Um, in today's little segment, I'm going to clear up a few misconceptions about stone crabs that we get these questions all the time. Uh, I'm not going to hit on you. You may be you may hear it as I say it. So. Real quick, so we're going to talk about the uh, stone crab in the season. Um, you now, with the red tide, I'm not sure what the what the harvest is going to look like, but uh, I can tell you by looking at the market price, it probably hasn't been so good. But I, I have been hearing that there are some, or you know, some stone crabs out there to get in the recreational area. The uh, size limit is going to be two and three quarter inches for the claw. And here's one of the misconceptions. You can harvest both of the claws. Most people will tell you you can't. It is legal to harvest both claws from the crab. It's not recommended because that crab at that point, until it starts to grow its claw back, it's pretty much defenseless. Uh, but you can't <laughs> harvest both claws. <laughs> that's, that's like a punch-out crab. Yeah, exactly. It'll be a punch-out crab. So um, the other thing is this is how you measure the claw. Most people think you measure it from the, the longest portions. It's not. You, you measure the claw from the elbow to the bottom of the claw, from the bottom elbow to the bottom claw. So that's actually the shortest portion of the claw. You can't use the top portion to measure the claw. That's, that, that gives you a little extra space, but that's not how it's legally measured. It's actually from the bottom of the claw to the to bottom of the elbow to the bottom of the claw. Uh, bag limits, one gallon per person or two gallons, two gallons per boat, whichever is less, and that's the claw. Claws only. You can't harvest the whole crab. Right. Um, so a lot of people ask, well, it says two gallons, one gallon per person or two gallons per boat. If I have five people on the boat, does that mean that I get five gallons? No. You, you can only have, at that point, two gallons for the whole boat, no matter how many people. So one gallon per person or two gallons per boat, whichever is less. Gotcha. Uh, that's pretty much it for stone crabs this week. Uh, reach out if you have any questions for FWC. We're on all social media pa- platforms at myfwc.com. And as always, you can report wildlife and boating violations by calling directly to 1-888-404-3922. Again, 888-404-3922. And that's all I got this week, guys. Tony, let me ask you this. How do you like your stone crabs? You like them chilled with the mustard sauce? Yes, I'm a chilled guy. I I prefer them that way. For some reason, the uh, the meat just seems to be a little bit more consistent and and thick when when it's chilled. Yeah. yeah, that's how I like it. But, uh, you know, preparation, everybody's got a, a different way to do it. I want to get um, some now. For me, it's, it's chilled and, and you know, nice, big, long, big claws. But, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what the season's going to bring this year, especially locally. Yeah. Uh, I have heard some reports that there are some good amounts of stone crabs inside the Skyway, which is usually not 
you know, they're there, but not as as abundant as they are along the beaches out in, on, on the coast there. Yeah, I'm going to see how they're doing up in uh, Homosassa because, you know, there's a lot of off that Homosassa Crystal River bank out there. There's a, they're usually running traps about 14 miles out, so 15 miles out. Exactly. That's usually the uh, the places where you get them. When you get to that water depth, that's about ten feet or more. Yeah. But um, you know, there are some reports of people getting them inside the skyway. So you know, locally here in Tampa Bay, if you want to get out and get some stone crabs for yourself. You don't feel like playing the paying the market value. Right. You know, go out, get yourself five five traps, and set them out there, and and see what you get. Ten four. Well, I appreciate it, Tony. Man, we'll see you soon. All right, guys. Good right, show. Brother. And uh, that that episode. Uh, that I'm watching. Episode, I'm uh, watching you right now. You just got yeah. My you just wife got slapped. Yeah, she was like, "Hey, I didn't sign a waiver," but uh, no, we had a that's great. That's a great episode. And, uh, waiver. Enjoy that. <laughs> that's mafia. We don't do <laughs> waivers. That's mafia. Appreciate no it, Tony. Thank you. Have a good one. All right, buddy. Waivers. Don't sign a waiver. It's, that is funny. People like the camera's like in your face. Like the waiver's out the window. Yeah, there ain't no waiver with us. There might be wavering, but no waiver. Yeah. But yeah, those uh. Stone crabs, man. Um, here's a here's a little secret that I don't know if people be. If you go out 14 miles out of Homosassa Crystal River, wherever, and you're on those crab pots, there's a lot of hard bottom out there for grouper, shallow water grouper. Um, if you run enough of those crab pots, there's also triple tail out there. That's just, that's a nice feature. Just like here. So on a nice day, maybe after a front or what have you. And you happen to have a little elevated helm or tower or something. Go fill your boat up. In this actual episode. We didn't know this when we were filming it, but uh, when Greg went in the water and shot, he shot a mahi. Actually, he shot two with one spear and it came off. But there's a, and a dusky shark shows up. You actually see a triple tail right there by the motor. Really? I didn't even know Flopping that. around. Yeah, it's kind of, we didn't know it either. Yeah. Until I saw it for the fourth time. Yeah, and then everybody's triple tail fishing now. Um, it's a popular thing now. It sucks. Yeah, I mean. kind of went from the redfish to the, to, to the triple tail, but uh, I am glad that they upped the I'll tell you right now, if they didn't up that limit, we'd be in trouble. Because I don't know how many 14 inches, 15, 16, 17s I caught the other day. I mean, a ton of them. Yeah, I mean, it's just not enough meat on a 14-inch triple tail either, though. No, but we caught like a 21, 22, and that was all right. I, that's a good-eating fish. That's that's right up in there in my top five. Yeah, yeah. We were I, talking about that before the show with Hoppy. I mean, that that's in my top five. Hundred percent. Yeah, with these cool fronts, I think comes pushes a, a triple tail. I've seen some cobia too starting to show up around here, but y'all gotta. I mean, if you're in the Tampa Bay area and you want to get out here after these fronts, I'm telling you, take a look at that wind. North wind blows the water out. South wind blows it in, and and figure out where you're gonna fish from there. The creek mouths, whether you're in the South Shore, where, docks over on uh, the St. Pete side, all the way up to the Upper Bay. Start concentrating if you're fishing inshore towards those creek mouths, and you'll do okay. And listen, don't be scared of a shrimp. No, because yeah, this is this is almost there. part of the time where the I think it's still way too early, but a lot of times the bait starts to disappear here soon. So yeah, I mean it's hard to it's hard to think that after what we after the amount of bait right we saw it's yesterday. It's still on the flats everywhere right now. Yeah, I mean it, it, you know, and that's obviously what you want to go to these creeks with, or but this is the start of it today when is, you start feeling these cold fronts coming. That's when you. Start getting it in your head. Yeah, these fish are going to start moving. Wherever they were three, four weeks ago, they're going to start moving up into these holes, these canals, deep canals. Figure out where they are with, with, with deeper docks, and you can have a day. Especially, I almost prefer it when the bait disappears sometimes. Do you get excited for cold fronts when they start to come? 
Uh, Are you ready for? Yeah, because they don't have to throw the net anymore. That, Typically, that is nice. What about a, a top water trout in the morning? You know, that's more of a for me the artificial trout thing. I can go, you know, home up in the Homosassa in the back country up there, and it's not just trout. You know, top water redfish. You just see them roll, trying to roll on it three or four times before they. Yeah, actually that would get be. It. I'd like to do that actually. That'd be good. Yeah, that's you know a nice sixty-five degree morning, sixty-eight degrees. You know, seventy degree afternoon. And they're 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 eat the crap out of those baits. Uh, they're actually using like spinner baits up there too. I was out there yesterday, not yesterday, uh, last week when I called you and you told me how the tide was. And just getting in the water, it, the water's still warm, so that wasn't an issue at all. Yeah. It was a hike because the tide it felt like winter times here because of that that low tide was serious. That was way out. One of the yeah, one of the lowest tides I've ever seen. Yeah, it was it it was out there. But I mean, waiting is a real cool thing to do. With uh, were you using the black and gold? No, not that day. I, um, I wanted to cover some ground because I didn't really know where they were at, so I went straight spoon. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, if you don't have a boat, this is the time of year to get out before you get a boat, or if you're thinking about it, and find some spots. I mean, I mean, James will tell you you can have you can have a really good day waiting in the bay on a low tide. Especially well, yeah, if you even on them. a boat, it's time to learn spots anyway. If you're, yeah. you know, if you're tired of going to the same five, six spots over and over, it's that time of year. Get out there on that low tide, find an oyster bed you've never seen before, or or like depressions in a flat. Or and, and when we talk about like depressions or holes and flats and stuff, it doesn't have to be a six foot hole. If if you're coming up on, on on a flat somewhere on the west side of the bay, and it's usually two feet and it drops down to three or four feet. That's where your fish are going to be. Yeah, it congregates them into yeah into a spot. It makes it a little easier sometimes. It makes it a lot easier. I mean, I, I was always against the low water. There's nowhere to go, nowhere to go. And these days, I'm kind of like, oh, it's not too bad because they can't go anywhere else. So that's that's definitely something. But I, I wanted to talk about a couple of the events that we have coming up before we get too far into this segment. And and the first one we have coming up, guys, is a Pretty much a tight line Tuesday um, mixed with the with the Florida Guys Association benefiting the Tampa Bay fishery. And this is November 13th at Hula Bay. So November 13th at Hula Bay, it's 6, 7 o'clock. So that is a Tuesday? It is a Tuesday, okay. which works out for us. Um, and and it's, it's, a, it's a Flats Mafia tight line Tuesday. We haven't done one in a while. It's at Hula Bay. Uh, we are going to have stuff for sale there. I'll probably come up with a giveaway. And uh, the Florida Guide Association is also doing a membership drive. And uh, we're coming together to promote conservation is what we're really doing. Um, so uh, all the stuff that we sell, all of our profit is going to be given to that cause. And Cause uh, which is? Yeah, which is um, we're trying to figure out who to write the check to for, a, for the redfish hatchery down in um, Apollo Beach. When I talked to Travis, he had it already figured out. Okay, so if he's got to figure it out, that, that's what we're doing. The, the, the whole event is, is to benefit our, our fishery. It goes straight, yeah, it goes yeah. straight to their 5013 and... Straight out of it. And, yeah, it goes straight to bringing more redfish into the bay. Yeah, so if you're into that, like, you probably, I would think you are. Just, if you're listening to this, you are. Come yeah, on. Yeah, November, November, November 13th um, at Hula Bay, it's going to be a pretty cool event. Um, our, our big... Our big ugly sweater Christmas party is closer than you think. It, yeah, I got to start planning for that. Yeah, we got to start getting on that. Twenty second. Uh, yep. That's gonna be a hula bay as well. We do a lot of stuff at hula bay. Yeah, a lot of stuff at hula bay. But uh, December twenty second um, last year, we had my truck, the inside of my truck, outside of Bub's truck, the inside of that truck, and a couple more in like twenty bikes um, that were donated for. Yeah, our first I mean, we time. wanted to do it at Big Storm. Yeah, but that was the like it won't fit. 
yeah. won't fit everything in there. Yeah, so. if if we have you know six, seven hundred, eight hundred, hopefully, and up toys plus bikes plus three hundred people, um, it'll probably be all hula bacon. Yeah. To too. Last year was uh, I think it was seven thousand dollars we raised for that that event alone there. Yeah, and it's and it's a party. We we will have a uh, DJ Michelangelo there, and that's he's is he doing it again? Yeah, sure. If he's not, he is now. So. Uh, all right, he's on notice. Justin just making decisions on his own. I yeah, like I like that guy, man. Yeah, he was he was doing it. Yeah, does his thing. You know, of course, we'll have Bub there, MC, and the whole thing, and uh, we're we're gonna have we're we're gonna have some really cool raffle prizes too. I like to give them out throughout the night. I thought that was pretty cool. We should have. I think we had an ugly sweater contest last year. We didn't did. We, we did. Okay. So I think we're gonna do that again, right? Yeah, we have to. Okay. If you want people to. Wear an ugly sweater. Yeah, you gotta have a contest. For Hoppy's it. coming. He said, "Ugly, ugly giraffe sweater." Hoppy's gonna wear. Oh my God, I should. If do you that. dress up as a giraffe, that'd be sweet. Might be a little cold. Yeah, maybe. Dude, I'm from the Midwest. I never. Am All right, then. By this. It's it's. Then we'll practice for your next punch out outfit. He's from the Midwest, son. He's like Eminem and body MGK. paint giraffe with a diaper on it. I'm actually from a good town. I'm from Chicago. Oh, not Detroit. Okay, <laughs> well, we're not gonna start no Chicago Detroit crap on here, but. I don't even see anybody coming just, after us. I was just kidding. But, uh, yeah, I'll do it. I got to figure out where to get a sweater at. I would love to come. You, you body paint, it. bro. Dude, if you come as a giraffe with body paint, I'm, I'm, I'm automatically Dude, that's actually kind of motivating because then I want to get rid of the rest of my gut because I've lost 41 pounds. But I, it's because, like, seven years ago, I was pure lard. I was all fat. Yeah, I, you know, no I, fat I, giraffes out there. So what I'm saying is I definitely think – that's a motivation because I'm trying to find motivation to keep boxing because I want to just keep in shape, but I want to look good for that party. So thank you guys for that. I'm going to look like Jersey Shore, like ripped. Look, just Whoa. think about it. You're, you're going to be a giraffe, so just eat what a giraffe eats. Just, I'll just hand you lettuce. <laughs> they eat carrots, too. <laughs> and carrots. Yeah, so listen, uh, not only will you be able to give away, give to the kids and have a cool chance at winning something, you get to see a six foot nine giraffe in real life. Baby giraffe. Baby giraffe. In, in real life. God, everyone's been saying that. Oh, <laughs> Poor Hoppy. It's okay, Hop. I honestly don't care. It's just like, I didn't realize how much of an insult it was until I watched a few videos of a baby giraffe. And then I was like, <laughs> oh. Like, I knew it wasn't a compliment, but then I watched oh, some God. baby giraffe videos and I was like, oh, great. So but, what are they doing? Tell people. Are they falling around because they're uncoordinated on their feet? I, I just couldn't watch more than 10 seconds. I was like, okay, I got the point. Like, <laughs> it was like a video, like I 10 minutes of a baby giraffe, and I, I watched. It. And I I was at my house with nobody, and I said out loud, okay, I've had enough. Like, I said it out loud to my – I was like, okay, I got it. That's funny. Yeah. You had well, to be there. We got um, – so the so the two events, we went over that. I, I really uh, – we're going to hit that real hard. We got the – we're actually going offshore, too, pretty soon, aren't we? Doing what again? I'm we're sorry. going offshore. Pretty soon. Yeah, here. the 16th. We're going to yeah. film offshore with the uh, the legend. And of course. That's the name of the boat. Tonight. Tonight it's on. We start the drive. Louisiana. We are headed to Louisiana for a few days to film, hopefully, a lot of kick-ass redfish catching film yeah, footage. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're ready to go right now. I am. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned to our Instagram, our Facebook. There's going to be some uh, interesting stuff going on on that as well, but uh I think that's it for the day, huh? Yeah, I'm Dunskies. Two fingers We're Dunskies. for me. We're ready to go to uh, Louisiana. We will be back uh, Sunday. Big shout out to Big Storm, Brewery, Minners, Monsters, Danco Pliers, Dan James, Power Pole, Florida Fishing Products, Hula Bay, and RCI Optics. We will catch you next time. This is Flat Small Radio. Two fingers. See you, happy.
Flats Mafia Radio on 1025 The Bone.